And got, this actually segues into my next question I want to ask you as well, because I feel like a lot of men find a challenge with this is they feel like they're not doing enough. And I feel like a lot of men try and fill more things within the day. They try and feel like they are doing more, but instead they're filling more things in that's actually taking them away of what will truly fulfill them. I just want to hear your perspective or your thoughts or what you've seen around men feeling like they're doing, not doing enough and what they can do to help structure that more. I am guilty of being that guy. And I've only feel like I've got on top of that in the last 18, probably since COVID actually, that's a bit longer than 18 months now. And that came down to being impatient. I'm an ambitious individual and a lot of people are. And when we decide we want something, there's that element of motivation that comes with it, the inspiration that comes with it, and we want it now. But what we haven't done is earn the right to have that, whatever that is. And because we do that, we're like, the best way to get there is to do more of the thing that I think I should be doing. However, what we fail to recognize is the fact that we have input and we have output. If you're always doing output, you will have nothing left to give. You will, I promise you, and it's proven that as you fatigue, your memory isn't as good. Your ability to focus isn't as strong. Your ability to communicate isn't as, or you aren't as articulate. Right, that's a byproduct of fatigue. So if you continually do something, you become fatigued, yeah? Yeah. So in order to balance fatigue or to combat fatigue, we recover. If you're doing eight hours of work a day and you're sleeping six hours a night because you're a hustler, you've then got the remaining time, which is 10 hours. What are you doing with that? I guarantee you most people are scrolling. It's all in like unintentional recovery. You'll get a lot more out of intentional recovery than you will unintentional recovery. Most people are just slobs when they do their unintentional recovery. They do diminish their energy. They eat shit food. They consume shit content. Rather than intentional recovery, which is how can I um, recover and replenish my mind? How can I recover and replenish my body? So tomorrow, that eight hours of output is going to be very, very effective. Yeah. So I've experienced it. I focus on a lot because a lot of the work I do and a lot of the people that I work with are peak performers. It's how do we get that extra 1%? And it's not about giving yourself more time because I, once again, myself included, and many of the people that I've worked with have more money than they know what to do with. And it's still not enough. So the next goal is how do you maintain the money that you have and do it in less hours so that you can be a better husband, you can be a better father, you can spend more time wakeboarding or doing the things that you want to do. That's how we get our life back. And Sometimes less is more. Less is more, 100%. Because the same thing that got you to, you know, once again, without overcomplicating it, yes, you need systems, you need leverage and stuff to scale things. I understand that. But it's the same fundamental uh, actions that are done to grow anything. Whether you, you've got 10 people helping you or it's just you. So you can do more of it. Awesome. And sometimes that is required. I do do that. I, at the moment, I'm doing a lot of that. However, in the best case scenario, I'm just doing what I need to do in order to get the outcomes and I'm getting other pockets of time or 
allocations of time to spend doing the other things that are also equally as important to me. Yeah. I think you shouldn't important. be fucking say for any man listening, you should not be continuously sacrificing the things that are important to you, like family, health, time with your mates and hobbies for money. Like, I don't care, even if, you know, I was on the bones of my ass seven, uh, eight years ago. I remember I was Uber driving at this point. I was like, if I have a thousand dollars in savings in my account, I've made it. Like that's, life is amazing. And then what happens? You get your thousand dollars and it's not enough. And then you go, okay, when I hit 5,000, then that's not enough. You know, it never changes because you aren't allocating the time now. If you don't allocate the time when you've got nothing, you won't allocate it when you've got something. I promise you, because you've created a fucking habit. Make sure you create the habits you want when you're building. So much easier. Oh, that was so good. It's just so true. Like it makes a lot of sense hearing you say that. It's like, why sacrifice the things that you know you enjoy to chase something that's stressing you the fuck out? Like, yeah, it may have an end goal to it, which you may feel like will win you time back in the future. But why not have time now? Like, why prolong 20 years or why put aside 20 years to enjoy something then when you can have it right now? Literally. It's literally just about finding the balance in between the two. And I think going back to the advice you gave earlier, being able to delegate time will play a big factor in helping you organize that. And this comes with, you know, developing skill sets. And actually, let's just look at because I know not everyone has a business. So when we say leverage or um, creating leverage, let's also look at it in a, a relationship because it can very work work very well in relationships as well, whether it's mateships or intimate. But my wife and I, we've created leverage because we both understand what we're good at in our relationship and what we're not. But rather than both of us, unless we decide we want to go to the grocery shops together because it's you know, a nice little outing. We both don't go. It doesn't make sense for both of us to go. It's a low value task that takes time, time that you don't get back. So we've decided who does that. That then frees up the other person to do something that's more productive for them, a higher value task. Okay. And there's so many things that you can do in your, uh, your household and in your life that can create leverage with a mate or with a partner because time is the most important thing that we have. And if you're time poor, you need to think about, okay, well, where can I create leverage in my life to do these one percenters that are going to help me improve my quality of life? You know, my wife, man, from 2014 till 2017, she like carried, she did everything. Like I was working my ass off and front of me or just to the right here there's a little closet i call it dobby's corner like of harry potter because it's this small little um place in the office here <clears throat> and that's where i built my business i would be in there no joke from 5 a.m until about 11 p.m at night cold calling and cold messaging people just telling them about what i do and she would bring me in dinner she sacrificed time with me i didn't have money as i, I was mentioning we didn't do nice things i didn't even watch sport and she, so she did everything. I was very fortunate, Ryan, that she afforded me leverage.